the Furphy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. This is the warm-up with Warlow and Moods. This is the warm-up. Welcome. Happy Saturday morning. What a big day of footy coming your way. We're going to cover all of that very, very soon. Big show this morning. Matt Warren and Cam Mooney with you. Campbell Brown will join us a little bit later on. Looking forward to some of his stories and antics that he's been up to over the last few weeks with our local footy update, of course, our weekend preview. Moons, welcome to you. It's, Hello, Wallow. I feel like Eddie Maguire. It's been a big week in footy. There's it has so been. so much happening. There's a little bit going on up north at the moment, and wow. uh, we'll, we'll cover that a little bit later. But, uh, yeah, my great mate Stephen King uh, taking over the reins up there, so I'm very excited for it. Yeah, uh, we'll talk a little bit about that later on as well. But uh, interesting because I guess with the the sacking of Stuart Jew this week, which um, I guess for Caroline Wilson was no surprise that uh, she, it, she actually nailed it You know, two weeks ago now no, and said Stephen King would replace him. She's the first one that everyone jumps on, Caro. And I really like Caroline. I think she's a – I've got to know her – not no, I've got to meet her a few times, like Brian Cook's wedding and yep. had a couple of great conversations with her. She's a – Lovely, lovely person. She's and, you know, easy to and, pile and she, onto. And she's easy to pile onto. She's an easy target. You know, she's a female in a in a man's world, virtually, yeah, and, and everybody likes to, to knock her on the head when they think she's done something wrong or said something wrong. But you know what? She completely nailed it. So Every well journal at some stage gets one wrong or things change within that, and she gets as many right and big stories as anyone in the game. Well, it's a tough gig for a journal because when you – you put your balls on the line, basically. You're yep. putting everything on the line here to go, like, this is what I'm going with. This is what's going to happen. Now, in this case, she's gone with – she thinks Stuart Jew was going to be sacked after the Collingwood game. Now, they still had a game to play. Now, if by any chance Gold Coast had have beaten Port Adelaide, there's yeah. no way in the yep. world Port Adelaide were going oh, – Gold Coast were going to sack Stuart Jew that week. So she would have been made to look like a complete fool. Well, this is so the thing, So it's right? a big thing for journos to go with a big story like of that. Of course it is. And so this is – so there's two things there. One, probably not going to happen, but they could have beat Port Adelaide. They actually started quite well and didn't mm. win. But it comes back to where Gold Coast saw Stuart Jew clearly before the Collingwood game because she went with it on the Monday night after the Collingwood game that yeah. they had – thoughts or they were going to sack him at some stage that month. They came up against teams one and two in the competition. Yeah. What was he meant to do? I know, stiff. It was done. Well, but, and the other thing was as soon as Damien Hardwick came out, in my opinion, and said, I, I'm ready to coach again. I miss it. I want to coach. Yeah. And I even I thought after the Collingwood game, Dewey's done. Yeah. And that was before even Caro and that went with it. I had a feeling that, yeah, this is the moment that is. Well, it was one of those him. games where – um, it was at home. No one it was, expected, their, big, it was yeah. their big one at home. No you know? one necessarily expected them to win. No, but not but get that was a, that was a really poor performance. Yeah. And Collingwood hadn't really put away that many teams uh, this season. No. They've had some great wins, obviously, but that was one of those things. Interesting. Um, I won't play the Caro stuff, but I was I was wondering if it was going to change the course of the conversation with the Gold Coast Suns because when a journal comes out and says, "I think this is going to happen over this around about time frame." thinking, and Caro even thought, well, maybe they'll change their mind or maybe they'll push it back a month or maybe they'll see the season out. But uh, obviously they just said, no, nah, we've, we've gone with it now. Bad luck. We're well, going to push the button. I mean, you're not doing your club or the coach or anyone at the, <laughs> the service that you need to or you're doing everyone a disservice yep. if you're trying to basically put a journalist back in their spot yeah. by not yeah, making yeah. the right decision. Yeah, so, yeah, that's right. If you're making a call because <laughs> a journalist come out and said this is what's going to happen, you're going to change your mind. Well, what were you doing the first? But interesting, though, uh, on the weekend, Ross Lyon, before his game for the Saints, um, was asked by Joe Watson this great question. 
Ross, in during the game, when when what makes you nervous? What do you start to worry about? What flashes red in the box? Yeah, board members, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they're, they're pretty good. <laughs> CEOs, I don't know. Right? It's interesting because I love when he has a bit of a joke. Yeah, Rossi. he's actually since he sort of um, left, went into the media. He seems to have loosened yes. up a bit more now um, in that sort of thing. And look, the Saints are going well. They've got some crunch games coming up. Look, I don't think. Look, I think we're always we're expecting one team to fall out of the finals. Um, obviously, the Bulldogs the other night. They're, they're they're the team that I actually think was going to fall out. Uh, I thought the Saints were going to stay in, but they are a team that could also fall out. But they've had a year that nobody expected. So he's sitting high at the moment. Strangely, it, they've got Gold Coast this yeah, weekend. It's, I know, and what's I'd love to know the record of uh, teams coming off a sacked coach. Mm. Um, but he's in such a good spot at the moment. It's his first year at the footy club, and they're probably, maybe, might miss out, but more than likely might play finals. He's in a great spot, so he can have that fun and a bit of a joke around. Yeah, yeah I've, I thought a couple of months ago the Saints would miss, and they've been patchy since. They have. But every other team's They've got been, a pretty good run, though. But every other team's been patchy as well, so they've sort of kept their spot within uh, the top eight. Hey, big game tonight. Looking forward to it. I don't know if it should have been played at GMHBA Stadium. Absolutely it should. But the Cats are taking on the Bombers. Brad Scott, Bombers coach this week, come out and said, well, you wouldn't move a game if it was sold out at the Adelaide Oval. That is true. But they're also the Adelaide Oval's not being redeveloped. I just think at the moment it looks really disappointing for such a big game, such a marquee game. That we and particularly which side the actual cameras on when you're watching the game on TV, it does look bad. So I just think if they're not going to move this game, because there's been talk over years, mm. the games should they move here, whatever. And I know there's consequences around moving games and other teams are playing at different venues. If they're not going to move this game, they'll never move again. No, look, I, I get it, and I, I would have loved to have seen uh, sixty, seventy thousand on a Saturday night at the MCG with these two teams. That's probably what you'd get. Yeah. Saying that, I thought Brad Scott was brilliant the way that he handled the press conference. Yeah. So many coaches go, yeah, we should have moved it, or you have people coming out from the club, yeah, we should have moved it. Our, me- our members are missing out. Our supporters are missing out. He sent a message to all of his players. Boys, we're playing down there. Get ready for it. No excuses. It's just a footy oval. We're just going down there to play. He didn't yep. give anybody any excuses to walk away after Saturday night if they lose and go, you know what? Their heart wasn't in it. Yeah. Yeah, they weren't they up were, for they, it. They, they, were, they were already thinking about something else or they should have been over here. He just said, no, this is their home game. We're going down there to play. Let's get it on. It and just would it. have been great. I mean, I know it's out of a lot of people's control, the stadium redevelopment, because when it is up and running, it's going to be amazing. Oh, it'll, be the best, it'll be the best regional stadium in the Southern Hemisphere, yeah. maybe the world. It's It'll be amazing. And the big games will be, like an Essendon coming to town, oh. will be a huge event for July. And that was so. what was supposed to happen. This was supposed to be the big yep. Melbourne club coming down for the, well, all not of a sudden, say the grand opening, but it was like the big, big game against somebody. And unfortunately... Well, all of a sudden you would have had Melbourne, Essendon, Port Adelaide within a six-week period. Huge. Massive, and unfortunately now with it's a little bit more underwhelming. The games would be great, and the game would yeah. be should be really good tonight, but it is a little bit uh, disappointing. Hey, Jared Wheatley, Wheatley during the week, I found this one really uh, strange. So on, he's not fa- in trouble, is he? Jared's he, never in. trouble. He's never in trouble, but for the first time ever, he's been flustered. For the first time ever, because so on Twitter this week, and it happens a lot that someone's put a photo up of him in a Fox Sports promotion photo with a quote about. Uh, Grime Myers being the Lionel Messi of <laughs> of the AFL, saying he might not get um, as many goals, but he's got the same vision as Messi around the ground, or maybe even better. Now he didn't say that, 
Um, and there was another one about Stuart Jew not being a very good coach, both that he didn't say. So Jared's gone in and said, look, these quotes are wrong. Mm. Hashtag fake quote. And people have come for him. So they're like, the more that he's defended himself, uh, the more, and he went the on the radio and asked people to defend him on Twitter as well, the harder people have gone. So more stuff's come out over the thing. So it's one of those, have you ever been caught up or in a news article that you've written or a comment that you've put in place that you've been taken out of context or you just didn't actually say that uh, thing at all? Not out of context, but you – so we do a show on Friday nights for Fox Footy. Um, uh, it's virtually Fox Footy Live. It's like first crack or something. Yep. And I had a comment a couple of weeks ago when the Bulldogs got beaten by Collingwood. Now, they had a really good actually, game. Actually, I saw this one. So I don't know your comments, but I saw the, yes. I saw the quote. So they, the, they, the had a, they had a good game. They got beaten by the best team in the competition. But my quote was, this is from a Bulldogs point of view, they frustrate me. And it wasn't particularly on that game. It was because I think they were probably going to miss the finals. Work. Overall, on paper, they look so amazing, uh, but they, they let you down. And, of course, Bulldogs <laughs> people came at me. So I'm yeah. sitting there Thursday night. I'm barracking for the Swans. Because <laughs> 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 only because I knew yeah. if they had got up, people would have piled on me again. Yeah, but you know what? Now all I want to do is just write back to every single one of those messages. Told you so. Well, it's funny because when I saw it, right, I'm like, "Geez, Moons has got hard." Like it, they but, lost against Collingwood by yeah, two goals, but it wasn't end. particularly on that. So no, no, no. If you no, heard, I, if you I heard I the whole now. context of what I was saying, you would have realised I said they had a great game night, but overall they can be disappointing with but, what they but deliver. This is the point, right? So but it was in one word. Mooney thinks they're disappointing. And yeah. all of a sudden, oh, they lost to the best team, you flog. Yeah. You're a wanker and all these type of things. So <laughs> this is the thing. So I saw that and my reaction or response when I saw it was like, oh, okay, that's a that's pretty exactly, strong. That's, that's what you want. But when I saw Jared Waitley's thing this week about Lionel Messi and Grian Myers, I'm like, geez, that's a strange thing yeah. for Jared to say. <laughs> but thinking, he said it. Yeah. That, exactly. that was my so it was a different thing. So Jared should have just left alone because it comes back to what is oh, this it's is just, a, it's yesterday's news, all that stuff. Oh, so for him yeah. to actually bite on it, I'm surprised. Yeah, Jared, Jared was flustered for the first time ever. But it comes back to a South Park thing. It's called the Barbara Streisand effect. Oh, yes. So they went hard at Barbara Streisand years ago in a, in a South Park, mm -hmm. uh, a few episodes actually, and she kicked up a stink and wanted to take him to court and all mm. this sort of stuff. And so it became a bigger they thing. They turned her into a T Rex or something, didn't it? It was. She was some sort of dinosaur. <laughs> some sort of. I think she was like, um, what's the what's the Japanese? Um, Oh, Godzilla. Yeah, Godzilla. <laughs> That's what it sort right of was, was, right? <laughs> so what happened was because she went so hard defending herself or was upset about mm. it, it became this massive thing where if South Park released, which they do, an another episode of someone else and another topic yeah. the following week, it just goes away. Yeah, exactly. But it's because Jared tried to defend himself on six different occasions on Twitter, it actually came back at him. Well, I remember years and years ago, my brother Jason uh, got suspended for – uh, he got into a wrestle with, I can't remember who it was. It was a Hawthorne player. And they were gouging each other, and he got done for gouging in his eyes. So on the footy show that week, they said, oh, we saw what uh, Jason Mooney was watching on TV that week. And they pretended that it was Jason put in the, uh, the VCR, because this is back in like the yeah. mid-90s. Yep. And it was uh, the Three Stooges, you know, when they poke each other in the yeah. eyes. I'm yeah. having a bit of a laugh. So my mum got so cut up. <laughs> so cut up. She wanted to sue. She wanted to do this. Really? And the manager at the time, the great late Ron Joseph, who was uh, Jason's manager at the time, just said, Lynn, just don't worry about it. If you kick up a stink, they're just going to do something else the next week. Yeah, yeah. So that's where, yeah. Yeah, the bite comes in and you get the reaction is where you get yeah. to get the pylon. So, Jared, 
Take a deep breath. People who <laughs> love you and follow you and and saw that. See, post. I've made so many mistakes in my life that I just now laugh at it. So yeah. I don't have to worry about, oh, I didn't say I'm that. Like, I'm like, Jared, that's that's a strange one. When you only make a, a mistake every now and then, that's where you probably do go, hey, I didn't do that. I tell you what did surprise me, 100 games of Grian Myers um, tonight. All that's right. popped I'll, up I'll quick. Tell you, I'll tell you what he's become. He has become a star. Yeah. And I, I, I was always... I wasn't on him. I was never sold on I've him. I've liked him, but I hated the way he kicked for goal. Yeah. His yep. field kicking, I've always Low loved. No penetration. But his kicking and vision and yeah, everything great. at the moment, I, I, I led the league in assists in 2008. And I thought, I, I think... That's because your goal kicking was yeah. so poor. No, no, it wasn't poor that year. It was poor at the end of the year. But we had a, I had a competition with Stevie J, so we, who could get the most assists? And I think Acker at the time had the most, and I think it might have been about 40. And I think I had about 38 for the year, around about that. And I was so proud of it. I thought, no one's going to touch that. I think Ryan's already gone past 40. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's flying. Incredible. His assist work is incredible. Now, he's doing a great job, and 100 games for him tonight. Uh, good luck to him. Coming up, uh, we're going to chat to Campbell Brown. He's always up to something. He's either here or overseas somewhere. Never. He's never at home. And we're going to take a look at uh, the weekend preview. And also coming up, six shock sackings. Moon's a six-pack, all thanks to Little Creatures. Stay with us. Plenty more to come on the warm-up this morning. For Furphy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. You're listening to The Warm-Up with Warlow and Moons.